Hey gang, welcome to Afrobuzz TV's weekly recap of RuPaul's Drag Race for episode 11, Evil Twins. We are going to go on the Bipolar Express, we're going to talk the importance of peeing clear, and we're going to get our special guest co-host's opinion on the entire season, because he's back. Jay Ellis is back. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion. After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Ooh, I didn't know this lit up. <laughs> Things have changed since you you've been away, J. Alice. What is happening? <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Welcome, everybody. We're some three nasty girls. <laughs> Jackie's missing, Ollie's missing, so these three nasty ladies are going to run the show. I'm Mark J. Freeman, and I am joined by... Uh, Ronnie Jr. I'm blinded by the light right now. <laughs> it but, is quite bright. But okay, we love it. And love back it. by popular demand. Hi guys, it's Jay Ellis Jay here. Ellis is in my house. I'm filling in for Jackie, so I'm getting paid 70 cents on the dollar. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was Topical. a good one. I like oh, thank that. Thank you. I like that. They missed you, Jay. They oh, did. And I have missed every... I miss... I'm sad that Oliver and Jackie and Kenny are not all here. I know, right? But I'm really happy to... See hear and see the fans and talk to you guys again. We'll have to find a Voss brunch event to go to. We can all reunite. <laughs> there you go. We'll make pancakes. Plug, plug, plug. Um, also stick around later, guys, because I have to tell everybody I have gone 180 on one of the top five. I have a completely different opinion of them. I will divulge that later in the episode. Okay, that's a good right. tease. I want to hear. You're, yeah, you're you know. such a tease, Mark. I you're try. such a Lorianne tease. I there. try, I try. Um, so, overall thoughts on the episode, ladies? No. <laughs> well, I'm going to let you go first because they have been waiting for you. So, okay. why don't you, yeah. Jay, what has been your thoughts uh, of this episode? Of this episode? This, just this one. We'll do the rest later. Yeah, this episode was. Fine, and I say that with like it was enjoyable to watch, as is every episode mm-hmm. of RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fine for me. I feel like the week, <laughs> capital F, yeah, <laughs> fine, fine. <Period>. Um, <laughs> I kind of feel like the week off should have been between All Stars and this uh, season because the week off really. I don't know, like, from the fact of Monet being gone, who I missed, and Mm -hmm. then we come back, and then in the midst of that, the TV show Pose hit, so a lot of people are really on that train, which is a great show, by the way. And so when I went back to Drag Race, I was like, oh, yeah, it just took a little while to rev up my engine. That's all. I kept, um, because we knew Jackie wasn't going to be here, so when I have to lead host, then I have to go into a different gear, (laughs) and I have to really focus on the episode (laughs) and what's going to be in the outline. So, um... I really found, kept finding it hard to stay focused. I kept wanting to go play with my phone and stuff like that, which is never a good sign. Oh, meaning while you were watching? While I was watching. I've done that when yeah. I left, too, because you don't watch it the same way. And I kept having to go, okay, I have to go back. I have to listen. I really have to listen to that. I really have to listen You start to, to view it, and then you yeah. say, oh, this is what I'm going to yeah. say on Sunday. Not that I don't come prepared every week. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would say, I mean, for this one, it, because it's an hour and a half content that we're filling with the main show, and then we have the half hour untucked, mm-hmm. this one just seemed like I was feeling that hour and a half episode. Episode. Whereas with yeah. previous episodes, I feel like you're like, it's constantly moving, it's going. And this one, I was like, I, I I think because a challenge, not that it wasn't a major challenge, but it was, there wasn't as much to it as like an acting where we saw a rehearsal and then the main challenge, it was design, but we didn't get to really see the design aspect going into it. So mm-hmm. it just felt like it was a lot of filler to the, the main event. And I don't think that main event had a good payoff. I don't know if you guys thought it was a real confusing, but... 
it just seemed like really kooky the way it was edited and like okay let's have you oh, the go runway. back you you're the good queens it just Ooh. was like a little too much it reminded yeah. me of like old school editing when you could do like a trick and all of a sudden you know like a music video mm-hmm. from the 80s it's like, like they were proud of themselves oh yeah like there's <laughs> rain coming off the green screen yeah like, it just didn't right. look that cool well we'll talk about the runway a little later so save it save it save it um, but what I do want to start with is um, when they came back into the workroom after Monet was let go, which is how this episode oh, started. My heart has been hurt ever since me and Monet. I broke know up. it's 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 <laughs> it is hard to watch now. In, in my mind, we're we're no longer yeah. together. You have um, to absorb her. Like, yeah, yeah, like a sponge. I buy sponges <laughs> daily. Yeah, I wore a sponge last week. You know, I, yeah. I, oh, I saw. Yeah. Um, but Cameron made a peculiar statement before she wiped off the mirror, saying that. It would have been easier for her to be on in the other shoes, and Asia said, and I agreed a hundred percent. Then go lace up your shoes and let Monet come back. Uh, how did that make you guys feel? With Cameron, I feel like she has a survivor's guilt mentality where she's thinking it's it's almost like what we saw with Ben de la Creme last season, where it's really hard for these contestants to feel like they're the reason somebody else didn't succeed. Um, and I know that Cameron was taking it very personally. Like, I didn't want to be the reason that somebody else leaves. And I think that she just has a sensitivity to her that um, she feels bad that she knocked Monet out. But at that same time, you just have to have... You can't show that weakness mm-hmm. in front of other contestants because they like people mm-hmm. like Asia's going to be like, okay, go. Like, bye. Yeah. Yeah, on a couple... Like, I, I, like the Ben de la Creme thing is interesting because that one I felt more sympathetic for Ben right. because you were put in a position where you were not the bad guy, but you had to make she those... She was t- literally deciding. Tougher decisions than Rue that season. Right. This right. is a little different. And I actually thought of you, Mark, when I was watching it because me and Mark uh, sort of disagreed on how we thought... Um, Cameron should be like mm-hmm. intertwined in the group, and so while I didn't necessarily agree with you last week regarding that, like you know, hey, go go be on your own, fine. It didn't really bother me, uh, but I, I will say that I think it does start to bother me when she puts this energy of like, well, maybe I shouldn't be here because it is a competition. Mm-hmm. And listen, if you want to go be in the corner and be antisocial, I don't have a problem with that, but I do right. have a problem with you not still being in the moment and gun ho uh, for a dream that. Calorie Kardashian would cut a bitch for. You right. Know? Absolutely. So. I agree. I agree with you 100%. Me and Ronnie don't agree often. So enjoy <laughs> this, people. <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, that is, of course, me. I Because I haven't really been a huge... I just... And, and I, I don't know her. I'm sure when I get the opportunity to meet her and I speak with her, she is a wonderful, charming human being. I'm just seeing what I'm being shown on the television. And I forget about her. Mm-hmm. When I'm writing outlines, when I'm thinking of the runway and we're, I'm talking with friends, I completely forget that she's there. And I, I mean, and that's that may be fine with her. Um, I just, you know, you know, when I hear Eureka, like, I want this, I'm fighting for this, when Asia's saying it, when Aquarius saying it, those, I mean, it needs to be one of them then. And I, I think it's a waste to even have her there if that's her, her attitude. Yeah, so. I, I, but I do think that there's contestants that come in who are not great at the game. Like, I think she even hinted at it during Untuck where she said, I do funny lip syncs, I do, like, spoken mm-hmm. word. So I think it's hard sometimes if you're not an actor or you're not a... If you have a set thing, like, you can do the looks and stuff when you've prepared the material. Right. It's very different from being thrown into oh, a competition absolutely. where they prepared this stuff absolutely. for you. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and there's so many different styles of drag, but yet we're trying to put it in one vehicle. Mm-hmm. Certain people are so great off the stage, yeah. but right. they're not going to be on, on this, this right. show. Um, well, then, the, after that, we had the, um, I'm going to call it debacle of a mini challenge. As, a, as pro a, uh, mini challenge, maxi challenge, I've been this season because I thought some of them have been some of the best. And, like, just tying them all in together and with the episode, 
I just didn't. This was like such a waste of my time. Other than seeing Cheyenne Jackson, who got to come in and um, look at that job. She's the winner. That is gorgeous, man. Was this taking the place of the the puppet challenge? Like, why haven't we had that? Yeah, we haven't. Maybe they'll do that. No, they're not. Oh, I don't know. Maybe they'll do it this week. Um, Yeah. So they basically had to build a pancake and create a story behind the pancake, and he picked (laughs) Asia to win. I do believe we have a picture of the winning pancake. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Um, I don't even want to ask. Do you think someone else's pancake should have (laughs) fallen? I am so okay to skate over this. I know it's just yeah. Um, But But I will give a. I I, I was going to give a shout out. The uh, the only thing I was going to say is they talked about uh, Sunday brunch and the Voss events, and we actually have a Voss. Saturday brunch at Rockwell Table and Stage. So if anyone is in LA and looking for a Saturday brunch, check out Rockwell Table and Stage. They're my old bosses, so I told them I'd give them a little plug. Um, So then the challenge itself, uh, we'll get to the, we're just going to jump right into this so we can talk about it more, Um, was the, Rue comes in to give them the challenge, the maxi challenge, which was to create, and I do, when, I, I don't know if we were on air when you were saying this or not, but that it was a little confusing to me when she was describing it. Well, at first, when she first said it, I was like, oh, okay, good and bad, da da da. But then I felt like it was when Rue was walking around the workroom that I started going, okay, girl, what is this about? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so basically, they had to come, these were words that she used um, one of you at your best and one of your evil twin or inner saboteur. That's how she described it when she was talking about the challenge or the saboteur saboteur as Cameron Cameron. can't say I thought that was cute though Um, and then they had to write their inner monologue while they were on the runway Um, and obviously they were played that when they were walking on in there when the good was on stage they were played the bad and they had to react to it and stuff because and they were actually in some respects, getting judged on that because they made comments It almost about seemed people's... like, what was the season where Kimura went home? She had that silly oh, the monkey, monkey one. Yeah. It seemed like they were trying to do something like that. And that was actually a challenge I don't think a lot of people enjoyed either. Yeah. So the, the concept of it is so close, but I don't think people are really... I, or, I, or I'm sorry, I just didn't. I liked the idea of it. Good and evil kind of thing. I liked... Because I do think with any, and I think as a performer, any kind of performer, not just drag, any kind of performer, I think you do have an inner saboteur and you have these things Things that you just you know make you you know right. So I like I I like the idea of it. I didn't know if this was intentional that Cheyenne Jackson had twins. Did you get that? Oh, I didn't. She says that you are really yeah. It. You're, you're I'm trying. I'm trying because I have been a fan of the many maxi challenges this season. Okay. Um, well, I think the saboteur aspect was just really good in the sense of. That is something Rue talks about all the time yeah. on the podcast. You know, so saboteur is something that really has lived within his life and mm-hmm. mistakes he's made. So I liked that part. And I really liked the part where some of the queens had to get together, all of them rather, and they had to start saying, well, this is what I see really optimistic about you. Here's what I see is is uh, maybe a challenge. Because it does open up your eyes, as like we said, as a performer. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I didn't realize that I'm not expressing myself. You know, Cracker yeah. went, went into yep. that. So I liked more of that, and I liked more of the workroom exchanges, but I did think it laid off a little corny. Yeah. You know, you you queens there, go home, and you stay. Like, all yeah. of it. And then they, in the background, in, I'm sorry, in the workrooms, um, Untucked, they were looking at the screen. It yeah. just was, like, too cheesy to me. It yeah. took me out of it, you guys. Yeah. I um, agree. You were talking, that was one of the things that they did, which I kind of wanted to do for us, is they w- kind of went around and told each other what they liked and disliked about each other. Oh. So I thought we could do... <laughs> I mean, oh, no. Not of us, oh. no. I know what you bitches think of me. Um, <laughs> like, leave! 
Um, and I don't want to know what you think of me in the chat room. Um, and thank you for everybody who's in the chat room. I'm sorry. I haven't flipped over to look in there. Um, I know. Um, oh, wait. Where's my little thingy here? Um, CM Mellon, Breacham, Ahmed, Prince of Nowhere Land. Thank you for being in there and everybody else. Um, so let's go through them. I'll yell out a name and you guys tell me your like and dislike about that. Okay, queen. that's fun. I like okay? this game. So Eureka. Jay, your likes about Eureka. So Eureka, I've ha- I think she has been consistent this season. Um, so I think that's been good. She's been performing on the challenges and I think she's come back and done what she wanted to do for mm-hmm. this season. I agree, though. I think that she's been very polarizing to a lot of the audience this season because of how much she talks and her opinions and how she has to insert herself into a lot of the conversations that we see on television. Mm-hmm. So that is, those are my two things for her. Ronnie? Um, likes and dislikes? I mean, everyone knows I've had a hard time enjoying her. I think she did really good in the mini challenge where she was, uh, what was it, the rough trade? I thought she was great there. Yeah. I wholeheartedly loved the part where she said... You know, I came into this and I started to have my inner, inner saboteur say, maybe I'm not supposed to be back. Mm-hmm. Maybe I wasn't really um, good enough for the second chance. And then Rue goes, no, no one thinks that. You think that. And I like the vulnerability. Yeah. The only sad thing is, <laughs> no, no, I actually do think that. And I've thought that the whole time. I thought she wasn't really strong enough to come back. I think they've been milking her and she's kind of got away with things that other people wouldn't have had to go through as easily. That is just mm-hmm. my villain in my viewpoint. Right. And I think a lot of times when you watch a show back, you're like, you're in a buzz. She has a buzz right now. So mm-hmm. I think that's why she's so likable. Right. I don't know if she were to win this this particular season. Looking back, you know, in six years from now or whatever, I don't think you would love her as much. That's just my feeling on okay. her. Okay. Yeah. Um, I like her. I think, I think um, what I like the most about her is she is very put together. When she, other than that old woman challenge, I just feel like everything she's done has been very thought out. Uh, your Asia said it. You know, you're just very meticulous what you do, da, da, da. I think the dislike would be, and they talked about this. Uh, I think Aquarius said it. Um it just needs to kind of rough up a little bit. It's a little too put together sometimes. You just want to see a little bit more of the, you know, vulnerability mm-hmm. stuff. All right, Aquaria, likes and dislikes. Oh, yeah, they called her Su- Susie Cream Cheese. Susie Cream Cheese, that's what yeah, I was trying to remember yeah. that. Okay, thank you. Yeah, Susie Cream Cheese. So we have Aquaria next. Aquaria um, next, likes uh, and dislikes. Aquaria is, I didn't think from the Meet the Queens that this is who I'd be rooting mm-hmm. for, but she is hands down. Her and Asia are my top two that I want to see in the finals. Like, one of them needs to take the title for me to really have this win for this season. She has blown me away with her humor, her style. Like, I think she has really surprised me, so that's my likes. Dislikes, there's not much. I mean, I feel like she's come back, and she she has the sense to look back at what her day was, and she's apologized. She's able to take responsibility for what she's done. And honestly, Aquaria's been really solid for me this whole season. Like, when I look back, she's kind of the whole package for me right now. Um... I didn't mean to talk so bad about Eureka. <laughs> sorry. Um, uh, I felt like that was a setup because, yeah, that was I only talk bad about her. I'm sorry. But uh, let's talk about Aquarium. I agree with you completely. When I, I literally, from watching this episode, I said, oh, that is not the girl that I thought she was in the Meet the Queens. Yeah. And I know the first couple episodes I had a really hard time with her because it felt like she was coming in with like this branded shtick. And even from watching the first couple episodes of her personality to the way it is now, she is so warm. She's so fun. And we can't, uh, you know, not gag over her, you know, her fashion sensibility. Mm-hmm. And I think we critically are tougher on the young queens a lot of times. Um, but I always say, like, as much as I love Violet, 
pilot, if you could prove it and you're young and if you're even a little bitchy, at least that's yeah. your truth. And I feel like we're seeing her truth and she's become really sweet, but yeah. nothing like I would have thought for mm-hmm. Meet the Queens. Because I think right. she was wearing the caution tape. Yeah. I wasn't getting it. I thought, if anything, oh, this girl maybe didn't do that good, but she wants to be sticky so she could get good sound bites. Right. Right. And I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Um, I do. I mean, I like, you know, for me, it's not necessarily about the the wardrobe. You know, I feel like that's always something you can buy or have made. You know what I mean? So I'm always, I think that's why I like the ones that I like. They may not be the most uh, uh, fashion forward. You know what I mean? But this isn't a fashion show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but I do like, what I like about Aquarius, I do like her her confidence, um, I and I think I was the same with you. I think at the beginning I thought it was maybe coming from a bad place, but I don't think it is. I think it's a naive place. Um, I do think she uh, and I wouldn't say dislike. I don't. Uh, I'm finding a hard time finding things I dislike now about Especially her because there's That's only good. five and you. you but, we've grown with them. Yeah. yeah um, but I do think she probably does. I think once she, as she gets older, she's going to uh, expand out. I think there's a lot more to her than you've seen so far. Agreed. Um, Asia. Real quick. Let's try and do them quicker. Go ahead, Ronnie. You first. Uh, my favorite thing about her is just her uh, grown, um, you know, being being the leader in the mm-hmm. room and also Motherly. being very warm and not being afraid to say something that's unpopular. Mm-hmm. She had the one episode where she talked about, I thought I helped you guys too much. No one really helped me. So she put her foot in it. But I, th- I think she plays with that well. My least favorite thing is... Um, I think sometimes... I don't know. I haven't been able to find anything bad, really. Yeah. I really like her. And she's a winner. So my big turnaround was from Asia as well, from the Meet the Queens, because she came in with that. She said, I'm like post-apocalyptic. Remember that yeah. bad wig that she had on in yeah. Meet the Queens? I didn't yeah. get it. And I was like, <laughs> what is what is happening? And then this is the the biggest turnaround I've had in a season where, th- honestly, Asia is my number one. This is who I want to win. I want her to have the title. I think she will do the most with the title. Mm-hmm. And I think that she's proved that throughout this competition. As far as dislikes, I, I, I don't have any because I think she's been consistent, consistently good. Yeah. Yeah, I like her. I, I mean, I, I think I like her, her like you, the her just her kindness and her willing to help and stuff like that. Um, I do think I think if there's a dislike, it's just there are some times where I question her her taste. Okay, and that. okay. Um, Cracker likes dislikes. Let's do them real quick so we can. Uh, uh, I don't want to. My- I like, I like, uh, I, I mean, I, it doesn't hurt that she's, you know, Bob's daughter and, and, right. and, you know, rolls with Monet and I love a New York City scene, you know, and, and the queens that are out there. So I feel like she holds her own with that. So I really love that about her. Mm-hmm. But I think ultimately, you know, we have saw a decline, you know, for four episodes in. So you kind of have to stop um, with your appreciation yeah. and just say, hey, this was not her time. She's got other things in her life and she's going to be fabulous regardless. Yeah. I think this is a case where with Miss Cracker, we're going to see her come back like a Katya where, mm-hmm. you know, Katya got kicked out at the same time in her competition season seven and the All-Stars 2 really excelled where she just needed the exposure and the experience of the show to really help her grow right. as a drag queen. So I think I've been disappointed. My dislike of Cracker is that she seems like she wanted to come in with something and then the show was like, you can't do, do that. that. And then, so she, and she wasn't able to adjust in time or yeah. at all. Like it just yeah. seemed like she was really stuck. But outside of the show, the things that I've seen like Review with the Jew and stuff, mm-hmm. Cracker's funny. And yeah. I think that she's going to be fine after this. Yeah, I, I do. I like, I love her creativity. I like her, uh, th- just the way her mind works. I love, like, that's why I think why I like Milk so much. Yeah. When she does stuff, I go, oh, I never would have thought of that. And I think that I have the same feeling with Cracker. Um, and I do think if, I, if there is a dislike, um, I guess it would just be, um, I, I again, I, I not that it, I dislike it, but I just think that 
she, like you said, I think she had something else planned, mm-hmm. and it's not working. Yeah. And then, last but not least, Cameron likes and dislikes. Why don't you go first, Mark? Um, uh, what I like about her, uh, I mean, I like she's I like her kindness. I do because she's from Tennessee, so I I do think that that's genuine. Um, I just it's too, I don't know like. I just feel like everything's looks-wise, even though there have been some great looks, I just feel like it's just too much sometimes. And I just feel like she just needs to pull back. Yeah, I don't think Cameron was built for this show. Um, I, She's been very middle of the pack for me, and I, I think she's okay, but I, I haven't really... The My dislike is I don't think she's a reality show personality. Yeah. Um, but that was kind of like Nina Bonina Brown where I enjoyed watching Nina for the opposite reasons of her being like, this is a show and I don't want to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. I think Cameron's just kind of like, oh, I, I kind of wanted to do the competition without the aspect of reality being right. like, I don't want to give you sound bites. I don't want to be mean. I don't want to be a character. Yeah. I want to be Cameron Michaels. And, but my likes is, I feel like she is very nice and very, um, she's been consistent with the looks part of this show. Yeah. Um, I like her in the sense that I always say that I unfortunately, you know, really gravitate towards, you know, like a New York City queen, like a crunchier queen, if you will. And I like, you know, opening even my heart and saying, oh, man, let's let's take a look at this Tennessee queen. She's going to be a little softer, a little nicer, you know, and just kind of go with it. And I've been impressed with some of her stunning looks. Mm -hmm. And I think kind of what you were just saying a second ago, um, some of the things that are going to make her so outstanding aren't able to be ran within this vehicle of the way the show is. Right. And maybe she is getting a little pissy in her head that you know I'm gonna have to act this way and you know since she's not willing to do it we're not willing to see and learn her yeah you know we're not able so that's my dislike I guess well since we just rated everybody on the show it's time for you to rate us (laughs) (laughs) so go to iTunes and make sure you give us guys a review and rate us five stars if you think we deserve five stars and a thumbs up not a middle finger please right Right. I I wanted to thank Dante and um, Sergio I know that they recently wrote iTunes reviews for us that were very kind so thank you guys so much yeah Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about before we get to the actual runway performances and stuff um, and the actual looks um, and this has been kind of a recurring thing the last couple episodes and I've seen people talk about it online even is is it just me or does Rue seem a lot more animated as in as the, the work room? left Rue was like woo yeah I know right yeah I, heard, I just feel like there's yeah. do you know what I'm talking about like That's I just true. feel like she's getting I don't know Real kooky. <laughs> yeah, that's one word. I agree. Rue Do you has, know what? I, yeah. Do you guys notice she, it too? She's acting like the saboteur character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I think so too. Because yeah, you know, you'll watch the show and it's just very the judges table. But then I try to listen to what's the tea as much as I can, mm-hmm. and I'm always like, like I even say in my head, ah, now this is the Michelle and the Rue I like, like yeah. the good cackling. And you're right, we didn't see that prior, and I yeah. love that we are seeing. Yeah, she'll me call, too. She'll call the girl out now. Yeah, and she wasn't doing that before. I don't think. No, you know? not as much. Yeah. Definitely not as much. And I, it's not mean either. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I think that Rue is really enjoying the competition this season. Yeah. I feel like she has stakes in each one of these queens. And mm-hmm. I think that we've seen... I really think Rue is pulling for Asia. If you do, like, a look back at all the episodes, Asia is, like, clearly her frontrunner winner, don't mm-hmm. you think? Yeah, like the episode where Asia didn't even win, but she goes, Asia, <laughs> you did good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Asia, I want you to know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was you're, like, you are oh, right okay. about that, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, and now, the moment we've all been waiting for, Pete oh. and Claire. <laughs> 
Can I jump back on one? I'm sorry. That's, how do I, should I? Okay, real quick. I just want, because I don't want to forget it. Um, when Asia was talking about her um, saboteur uh, aspect is that she's so uh, open to discomfort. I was wondering what you guys thought. Is is that because she lost the parents at a young age? Maybe if something like that traumatically happens, you're just always uh, going back to, you know, as great as things could get, I've already hit this ultimate low. I, I was just kind of un- trying to understand her saboteur. But now that we talked about clear P, I guess, it, I guess really what I said didn't even matter. I'm so sorry. Well, I, I do want to speak on this because I think that nobody, it seemed like none of the contestants really grasped what Rue was giving the challenge. Like yeah. they, It seemed like they did like a good versus evil. And I don't think that was really, right. Rue has like a very new agey way of thinking or like, you know, kind of these sayings and that mm-hmm. she lives off of. Um, and I don't know if everybody understood that part of it. That's why I think it was hard for Aquaria when she goes, is that how deep you're going to go with yeah. Aquaria? Because Aquaria's 21. Like, there's really not been that much self-doubt, especially with Aquaria, who's had so much success as a drag queen. I'm sure that she's kind of had this thing where she's like, I'm I'm kicking ass. I'm doing good. Like, right. I don't really have a lot of voices yet telling me that right. I'm doing poorly. So I think, like, with Asia, you see this thing where I think Asia was kind of thinking, like, have I had a moment that's been sad or that I haven't conquered yet? And I don't know if that's really the saboteur that's speaking. Right. So I don't know if the challenge was really clear, clear to anybody. To everybody. Yeah. yeah. Right. I thought about it. And I don't know if you guys did this or people too. I kind of did it to myself. I literally called my own Ronnie saboteur. And I remember kind of like saying what I would say. And what did I, he say? Oh, we don't have time for all that. <laughs> okay, but right. what I, I'll say the tone was different. Some of the uh, Queens here, their tone was very, Hello, Aquaria. I'm gonna come get you, like a like a like a um, Wizard of Oz Sinister. kind of thing. Felt, and yeah. the way I sabotored myself, I guess I could tell you some of the stuff later. But I sabotored myself. It was very like sarcastic, and it was very like yo yo. Like it was, I was almost yeah. like mad. And I just thought maybe that would have been the angle one of them went, and all of them kind of went a little more spooky dooky, right. which didn't really hit. And which is why Rue said you've got to bring it because I'm giving you an opportunity to call out your thing. But I right. like the way Asia said, you know, you're nothing but a middle aged pop belly. I mean, these are the things that you would say to yourself in Insecu- a saboteur. I, but I look at that as more of insecurities than a saboteur. Yeah. I, maybe I'm wrong. I, I think you nailed it for me when you said that it was like season nine's challenge where they had a sidekick. It yeah. felt more like they wanted to make a second character. I don't yeah. know. The challenge just wasn't very clear in my eyes. Yeah. But anyway. Um, so, um, oh, being clear. <laughs> you really want to hit that one. It always comes back to the piss Well, I mentioned it. Now I have to talk about it. Sure. Um... We all understand what she was talking about, I'm assuming. No. And it's, it's supposed to be very healthy if your pee is clear. That means you're drinking enough water. Yeah. Your pee shouldn't be colored. Yes, we're talking about this now. Not like Red, um, red Bull. That's what that, and it shouldn't look like Red Bull. Right. Do you pee clear yourself? Um, sometimes, if I'm drinking enough water. Can I tell you, and I know I'm a little chubby, so I obviously don't eat great. Um, I eat okay. But um, I piss clear all the time because I drink water and vodka primarily. Yeah. Literally nothing well, else. Then, then that's why. Yeah, and yeah. that's why. So, so it's it good. shoots that's good. out. That's gay that's water. Good. That's just vodka sodas. <laughs> that, was, that was what that was about. I just thought I'd talk about it. Since it then. was good, Mark. Yeah. It was good. Um, so, and I brought a picture of Rude Paul, who joined the workroom, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which I thought was a fun, interesting moment. But I did, but was funny because, um, there she is, um, Rude Paul. Um, I do, like, Looking back at the critiques that they gave them, she really didn't do what she was telling them she wanted them to do no. by doing Rude Paul. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just thought it was interesting when I went back and looked at Because at the time, I was like, oh, cute, you know, that they did it. But then after I heard the critiques and then watched it again, I was like, well, you didn't do what you said you yeah. wanted them to do. I wonder so, if it was a time issue, like, you know. Probably, yeah. probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so the runway was Evil Twins. Uh, guest judges were Ashanti, who I do believe we have a photo of Ashanti, and Leah Dunham from Girls. Lena. They Lena love Dunham, what Ashanti. I said, 
Nazi. Lena. Yeah. And I was like, I was like a little sad that the, no, I mean, they didn't get as excited for Lena. Yeah. And I'm like, she only created six seasons of a really good show. Right. Granted, right. the last two seasons weren't the best, but still. Yeah. Um, and then I also brought a picture of RuPaul's runway look because we always like to talk about RuPaul's runway look. Um, I actually thought it was clever. Uh, it's number seven, uh, photo number seven. Um, I liked it. I wish it was a little longer. But I think that's a zipper up the front. Oh. So they were limited to the length of the zipper, is oh. my guess. Okay. Um, but I really liked it, and I liked that it was two colors, even though she did two colors last week for the twins thing. That was, see, I'm trying to think, like, maybe she's thinking. No, that's true, because we do talk um, about on this panel that we wish Rue would do an homage, homage to, what to whatever doing. the challenge is, yeah. Uh, but I liked it. I loved the cape. I like the color. I don't know if it if we're being like super critical, and I, again, I'm not the best looking human being, so you know, I'm just gonna judge. Um, I thought it didn't fit properly or something. Like if you, I don't yeah. know, there was something there. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I, like I, I, I can see that. Yeah, I, I I thought she looked great. I liked it. Um, okay, so let's go through each one. Eureka, I think was first, right? Um, she was Eureka and you feel the hoa. I. All I, as soon as she came around the corner, all I thought was Hamburger Mary. Am I the only one oh, in the first look? I didn't think of that, but it makes sense. I was like, girl, she must have done a show at Hamburger Mary. She had this outfit. She's like, oh, I'm going to use that. Um, I liked it. I did like um, Carson, I think, said. I liked that she did two different plaids, and they were different, you know, and one was, you know, on an angle. The other one was kind of straight across. I liked it. It wasn't mind-blowing or anything, but I liked it. All I could think was, you are a virgin who can't drive. Because she looks like Cher Horowitz. <laughs> yeah, they showed that in the show, too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Um, I don't know if she pushed it enough for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, I really like the black spray on mm-hmm. her scalp for the divine look, because I really love that illusion yeah. that it gives where the, the dark roots go all the way yeah. in. But I liked her, her evil more than I liked her good. Exactly what I, I was going to say. That. I liked her evil yeah. a lot more than her good. Yeah. I don't think I generally like neon to begin with. So mm-hmm. if it doesn't have a good juxtaposition on like what they're trying to do, right? Um, that's that's my problem. But and I like you know, the, I like that she did the same hair color, but and but kind of styled it differently and did different things. I almost to thought it. though what she was wearing could have been slightly different too. It almost yeah. felt like like I think Carson was like, oh my god, gag! It was so it was so polar uh, opposite. And I was like, yeah. it kind of looks exactly the same. But the, but the hair does and yeah. the divine right. eyes. Yeah, right. I think that is cool. Right. I didn't love the yellow wig. Yeah. It was okay. okay. I, I wasn't. She just I didn't neon hate it. is not great for everybody, and especially not good for right. Her. Yeah. right. Her skin tone too. Unless she's hamburger Mary. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, Cameron was next, and her twin Katrina. Which uh, even when the name when she came out, and I was like, really, that's girl. <laughs> um, it was basically the same look, yeah. just her forehead was painted in one. <laughs> um, so oh. that's my opinion. Go ahead, guys. <laughs> I, I do love the wig on her evil look yeah. and the face paint. I think um, it's super symmetrical, which is really impressive. And she reminds me of a character from Horizon Zero Dawn, if anybody mm-hmm. games. Um, she looks like something that would have belonged in there. Her good look, I wasn't into. Um, it It didn't, it, they used the same piece, or she used the same pieces where it was kind of like a bra and a, a skirt that was mm-hmm. asymmetrical. And I don't know, it just, it, her good look wasn't great, but I thought that her evil really spoke to I me. I liked her evil better too. Yeah. You guys are right. nailing it. Um, I don't know about the gaming world, so I'm glad you mentioned that because she mentions it a lot. Mm -hmm. And the times I'm like, ah, I'm not really there, Cameron. I think before I judge, I'm like, oh, maybe it's because it's an homage to like some type of, you know, um, look in in that world. Uh, But yeah, the second look is a lot better. But even so, the performance was really rough. And it was funny because we were all saying how we still really like Cameron. And last week, Mark, you know, intelligently said, you guys, I think she's kind of dropping the ball or something. Can you say that again? (laughs) 
I already said it. It's recorded, so that's can we, okay. Can we make that into a soundbite? Please, somebody yeah. make that into a soundbite. Mark you it to is me. correct. Lorraine <laughs> has done said it all. No, and it, 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 and it did. I watched it, and I said, you know, those looks. Maybe the the nice queen. She just looked like she um, already given us this before. You know, I yep. felt like we had yep. seen that exact thing, and since it didn't go with the story, I, I did miss it. Yeah. yeah, agreed. Yeah. Uh, photo number 10, Ms. Cracker and Ms. Crumbs. Love the names. Mm-hmm. Um, don't get, I mean, she obviously just had them and wore them and didn't do much more besides that. I do believe she tweeted something that she, there was something she was going to make and the machine broke and blah, 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 which is fine. Um, it's an excuse, not an explanation. Um, or it's an explanation, not an excuse, whatever. Um, I liked the first one. It was okay. I liked the color combination. It was cool. Um, I didn't really love the second one. I just think her mind has gotten tired. You know, yeah. she has that book we saw in early episode one, I guess. And she's so over analytical. We know all these things. And mm-hmm. that all works fine in your regular day-to-day life. I right. think her gas is out. You know, her and Monet, they didn't really show on the show very much you know, how close they were, but they are very close. And when you have your sister leave, I think she just ran out of gas. So to have that stop down time and to recreate something so special, Mm -hmm. uh, it just, it just didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah, We saw her kind of get frustrated with the sewing machine. So I think you're, I think you're hitting it right. Like she just, this was it for her. And, um, I, I like her Marie Antoinette look a lot more, so her yeah. good look compared to her evil look. Her evil look was, if it was like a prehistoric challenge, which I'm sure that's kind of what the sheet said, that's why they all had something that looked very tribal or prehistoric. <laughs> it would have fit that. Uh, I don't, you think that maybe later there's something? I, I don't know. I'm, I feel like all of them had something that was yeah. so prehistoric. They did. They did. They and definitely right. did. They could have went but, any direction, you thought. But yeah. They, even yeah. Cameron, like I'm all, she looks tribal. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seemed like everybody had something planned for a prehistoric look, and I'm sure I, I've been really careful to not spoil myself this season. So I'm sure that somebody's already. Yeah, made next that week assumption. they do a pre. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, okay. but, but I don't think the second look was all that bad. If I, I mean, it just wasn't all that good. I, I either. think her. <laughs> yeah, I think as Rue said, this was a challenge for her to hit, hit it out the ballpark. Yeah, and remember how I made that comment a second ago? How if I did it for myself, my saboteur would be more like pissy. Yeah. I don't know why Cracker did the ho ho ha. Yeah. Let's tell you about Cracker. And yeah. that to that to me would have been a perfect time to like give because the girl, the 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 nice queen is already that. Yeah. So what you should have done is come all with outside of your character and mm-hmm. really just read yourself basically. Yeah. That would have worked really well for Well, Kevin. I think what she was doing with that voice was trying to make the voice fit, fit that look to make that look fit oh. better. I think that was the thought. Cho- I don't know. Choice, I don't know choice. Sure. I love Cracker, but choices. Maybe yeah. choice. <laughs> Daniel Green in the chat just confirmed the queens were told to bring a prehistoric look and then the, that runway never happened. So Miss Cracker, Cameron, and Aquaria used those looks for their evil looks. Got it. Cool. Perfect. Um, Next up, photo 11, (laughs) is Aquaria and her twin, Sabatina, which I like that name. I like Sabatina. Um, I really did like them both. I do think they're, obviously, it's, that's uh, Aquaria's thing. You know, she is fashion. She is, I mean, they're, they're gorgeous. They're gorgeous. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, stunning. I'm not going to mince words. They're, and and I think, and Rue even says, it, the the 3D face mask it look is probably one of the all-time best looks on the show. Awesome. I can't focus which one I like better. Yeah. That's a good thing. I like the evil one better, but... Same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My only critique about the evil one is I wish... I miss you, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> I really miss. I really miss. I really wish that her spine had stayed down on the jacket. Yeah. That was my only criticism because I saw it kind yeah. of swaying back and forth, and I don't know if that was a choice right. or not. But I really wish that it was more structured because that bone. I really want that solid bone feel. Yeah. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah. That could be gross. No, I just I, I want one in a size fourteen. That's all I have to say. <laughs> oh, all right, I'll make it. Yeah, yeah. I can see you rocking it. Yeah, yeah. We all want a uh, one. Maybe, but the jaw thing actually keeps my mouth shut. <laughs> I'm going to say it for the people that are in the chat room thinking it. I'll make you one. Okay, thank you, thank you. I'll how wear it every Sunday at six. How do I follow that? Um, I also thought, you know, she is she's totally, you know, known for her looks and her style and her fashion forward uh, abilities. But I even think the way she conveyed herself on the runway was good. Both sides. I think um, her saboteur actually said some really great things. It said something so deep where Lena was able to read it without even really knowing the characters. Lena was able to understand that, oh, OK, because she is a younger queen, you know, um, and she doesn't really connect socially. Yeah. Sometimes she has to put a lot of, um, you know, her focus on her look and for the judge who's been there for one day to be able to understand that much about a 21-year-old, yeah. it is saying something. Yeah. 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 And then last but not least, uh, Asia, photo number 12. Uh, Asia was the good twin, and her bad twin was North Korea, which I thought was a brilliant <laughs> so name good. choice. Um, I, I didn't, when she first came out, mm-hmm. I didn't like the first one until... The thing that made me like them were the, were actually the balloons. Because okay. if she didn't have the balloons, it was the deflated black balloons that tied it all together for me. So that's what I ended up liking about it once all was said and done. I did like her story, her inner saboteur talk the most out of everybody that right. came that out. That was the one I remember with yeah. the hot belly, yeah. middle-aged man, yeah. still going at, yeah. Yeah, I actually was surprised because I thought she was going to win. Um, just based on that, because I felt like that was the real challenge, even though mm-hmm. Aquarius looks were out of the ballpark. I still thought her story going back worked. on Aquarius. I didn't notice she had the plucked feather too. Yeah, I didn't notice that right off the top. I understood right. there was like some massacre, but not that she was right ripping the soul off the off the uh, good twin. Yeah, I I thought this coloring on Asia's good look was fantastic. That orange and that hair, it kind of felt like a fox. I really enjoyed the even though it was a bodysuit. I mm-hmm. thought that the leggings really made it pop. And this, the coloring on her looks so good. And I felt like she transformed into a completely different person for her evil look. Yeah. It felt like a very androgynous Asia or mm-hmm. North Korea, I guess. Yeah. Um, I love that outfit. I thought it was truly evil. And I love the makeup, how the eye, the eye just went all the way back. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was so smart she didn't do a wig. I thought it yeah. was all when, tens across the board. Yeah. Tens, tens, tens across the board. And it really was two different people up there. And that's what yeah. was important too. I mean, yeah. even the way she she had this bubbly image conveyed completely. And I want to be more critical on the good good uh, twin. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, I don't really love it all the way. But then I think maybe that's because she was trying to give us an entire story. Right. So if there would have been any other route, I don't know that I would have connected right. as well to the second one. Right. I also want to say her acting, like her yeah. expressions, the yeah. reactions to the evil... Oh. Was were the best. Very too. fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah, she slithered up and down that runway. Mm-hmm. She gave you a look that could like melt your eyeballs shut. It totally. Yeah. Totally. Um, so I think this is the moment I'm going to tell you all my 180 degree turn on one of these top five girls, who it's going to be. Tell us. Cameron. Kidding. <laughs> Aquaria. Aquaria. Uh-huh. I mean, I have to say, because we did that special Meet the Queens mm-hmm. episode. I just kept thinking, oh, this girl is going to exhaust. She was, um, you guys weren't on the panel when I joined in season seven when Pearl was on. It was kind of the same moment I had with Pearl. Mm -hmm. As Pearl kind of progressed and you kind of really got to see her, I look forward to hearing what Aquaria has to say. I think she's funny. I think she's just so charming. Her facial reactions, whenever the... 
uh, RuPaul thing happens in the beginning, she's like, whoa! She gets so excited every time. I don't know, like, I literally had a, com- like, the other day I was like, I have gone complete 180 on Aquaria. That's, and I, I will that. admit it when I was wrong. Uh, I mean, based, I mean, again, we yeah. were d- judging it based on a 30-second video. It may have been that she grew, she grew, grew on me. Because too. I was telling you guys I was watching that Evan Ross Katz video on, on Mike.com, mm-hmm. and it was really bad of Aquaria, but this was yeah. before Drag Race. So it might have been what we keep talking about. She went into the season, had the shtick, and got, you know, nailed a couple times, and yeah. then now we're seeing an evolved queen. It yes. could be that. With, an, with Sharon Needles as your, you know, mm-hmm. influence and godmother, you know, like, I right. think that has a lot to do with her growth, too. Um, so really quick, I just want to say the lip sync, um, I did not feel as the, well, I felt this the last two weeks, I didn't necessarily feel that Cameron was the better of the two, either week, um, but... Rue liked what she did better, and she stayed. Um, did you guys agree with that? Um, I just want to give Jay some time to talk about the rest of the season. So. I, uh, I think that what Cameron did to win that lip sync against Miss Cracker this week was that weird leg and arm move on the stage. I feel like that's what Rue was going... Because they cut to Rue, and you saw her like enjoying that moment. Yeah. But I think it's kind of inexcusable to have a person lip sync three times, and then Miss Cracker was coming off of a win, and her first week in a row, and holding her own, knowing the words to the song. Yeah. I think it's kind of crazy that she let Cameron win over Miss Cracker. And yeah. Cameron's saying she don't want to be there, too. So. Right, exactly. But, a lot. but Rue doesn't, I mean, Rue she, doesn't know that, so, yeah. quote unquote. But I just think, I thought they both did equally fine, and they both knew the words, so I thought Miss Cracker should have had it. I yeah. feel like it was a forgettable lip sync, because I went mm-hmm. back to watch it, you know, yeah. the second time. And I, every other episode, especially the Liza one from last week, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I remember the song. I actually told myself as a quiz, I go, what is the song? Yeah. And that can't be good. And I, and I don't, six at that, I don't again, I don't think that necessarily Aquaria or uh, Miss Cracker slayed it, but I also was surprised by what she did. Like, I was like, oh, she's, She's doing really good. Mm-hmm. So I was actually, uh, I was uh, what you said, I, I was surprised that she chose her. Um, so Jay, yeah. since we only have a few minutes left, I do want to give you an opportunity since you've been away to give us your thoughts overall of the season. Uh, if there's something like you're like, oh, I just wanted to say this that day when you guys were doing the podcast, here's your chance to do it. I miss Monique Cart. That is the, the really? number one takeaway of this. America. I miss her so much. I feel like I wanted her in this whole competition. Mm-hmm. Um, same with Monique. I thought that they were doing great. I loved them in the competition. Um, This season started off super strong and I think that I thought I saw this drive in all the competitors. Uh And as we've whittled down like these past few, the stakes seem kind of lower because I am okay with any of them kind of taking the crown. Mm -hmm. This is the first time in in the show in a long time where I've been like, I could see each of them deserving it for different reasons. Mm -hmm. And um, so the stakes aren't as high for me where I'm cheering for one specific person. But I think I've already said it earlier, Aquarian Asia, this whole season, when I look back at this whole season, they've been in the, the, who are in the finals now, they're the ones who I want to take it. We were saying last week, we think a lot of us thought Asia is going to be the one. And I think she's, she's earned it. Mm -hmm. She's, she's been solid. I, that's all. I mean, yeah. really, that's my overall thoughts is I feel like you guys have been saying a lot and I feel like the community is all saying the same thing where um, this season's been a really strong one. Yeah. And if Eureka or Aquaria don't win, they're still going to win in the respective exactly. stuff, you know, yeah. fashion or yeah. Eureka's just a, such a fan favorite. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, I feel like Eureka's kind of taking some hits right now. I see. I I'll it's so funny not, because really. I feel like I always like, feel like I'm the only one who says I don't like her, and everyone likes her. I always mm-hmm. feel like in the uh, see. I, I feel like I say I like her, and I get all this backlash that they don't like her. Oh, so yeah. I don't. I, I don't know. I'm kind of torn. I do think she definitely des- deserves. If there's a top three, she deserves to be in it. Um, if there's a, it, I. It, Top two would be hard for me to, to decide at this point. So I, I would I would agree, Eureka, 
and Aquaria and Asia definitely deserve to be the top three. Um, I also and, feel really... And you know what? Honestly, they're going to need someone to hold their purses so Cameron can stay. Oh, um, no! So, it's quick shout out... Is back. Ah, quick shout out to some... Uh, the last uh, couple iTunes reviewers that we had. Okay. Uh, Dante Ferris, That's I think. Right. Yeah. You, you mentioned. Dante and Sergio, yeah. Um, Mitch Guy 62 wrote us a seasons tens review for stars. That's okay. We'll take four. Um, the that one that star. I'll take the hit. I'm sure it's for me. No, that one that we did that uh, on. fifth star. Ten stars. Worth a listen. <laughs> uh, Mike Michael 74. And why did I not realize this existed? Gave us five stars. Texan 007. Hell yeah. Does he say my name and like? Anything nasty? Nothing no. I can see off the cover. Mark, so that's they good. love you. What are you talking about? No, they don't. You no. are Lorraine I'm love. the Eureka, Eureka of this show. <laughs> um, okay, guys. Tell everybody where they can find you on the social medias. Um, I'm Monet's biggest fan, and you can find me at RandomlyRJ <laughs> with my uh, sponge necklace. see if that's out there. You can switch your Twitter to Monet's biggest fan. I am not going to be that thirsty. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I like her, but I'm not. <laughs> that's where you draw the line. Jake, oh, okay. I'll, 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 thank you. Thank you so much for having me back, guys. Mark, you did great. Um, it is guys, good to have Jay here. I know, I'm right, sick, guys. Um, but I've been busy. You guys can find me. I'm in a new video called Superheroes Last Day of School with Woo-hoo! Rachel Levin or Levine. Levine. I, thank right? you. Oh, yeah. Right? Okay, yeah, that's her. Um, search for that on YouTube and then find me on Instagram at don't underscore be underscore jealous and Twitter at still underscore jealous. And if you have any recommendations for Boston, I'm going to be there for a little bit. Oh, yeah. fantastic. Um, uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Lorraine Love, L O R A Y N E L O V E. You can send all the hate you want. Girl, because I probably won't read it. No, be nice. We love him. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you for coming back. Happy Pride Month. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Drag you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 